What's up, y'all? It's Lee. I'm Jordan. And this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Join us weekly to learn how to mind your business. Or at the very least, be able to tell people how to mind theirs, honey. Drop the beat. (laughs) Mind it, (laughs) hope. And a two, and a one, two, three. Oh, I thought you were going to join in or something. Mm. Okay. I'm going back to the south. I'm going back, 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 back. Where my roots ain't watered down. Eee. Growing, growing like a bulldog tree. That's a little Beyonce for y'all for episode 22. Okay? Because I'm here in my flag. Oh, yeah, your bars be big. Bella, Bella, no, Bella, no. <laughs> it's the Bella for me. Okay. If y'all hear random barks, that's Bella in the background. I apologize. They downstairs. I can't go downstairs because it's a mess, and they may eat some of that stuff that they put on the wall. So, you know, they right here. They right here wreaking havoc. But, you know, it's Juneteenth weekend coming up. It is. And I'm celebrating all week. And the weekend, I think. We still may not go nowhere because we be having plans and then we don't. And then be in the house? Yeah. Um, My friend, what you doing? But it is possible that this may be the weekend we take over the city. Okay? And so we free. We finally got word down here in Texas. And that's where we celebrated. And we out there. Boom. Yeah. 22. Episode 22. Them 22s. So, I mean, we're pretty much at the point in our podcast where, you know, the people don't even tell us how we growing because we didn't just grew so mm, much. Yeah, true that, true that. Can't even read the numbers. Exactly. It's astronomical. It's sad. Because it, I be depending on them numbers. Yeah, I like to see them go <laughs> up. So, we won't see another number till we hit 2K because we what hit 1K. Mm-hmm. Boom. So... So, what's happening in your week? Tell us about it. Well, I had a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember it. Okay, that's As cool. always. Uh, but, I mean, I had a good week. Uh, I was kind of all over the place a little bit, as always. This retrograde stuff. But, you know, I kind all over the place all the time anyway okay. it seems like every time i have a week i'll be like oh y'all i just be i be pulled in so many different directions that's what it is and but i had a good week like i really don't remember anything bad i've been kind of thinking about quitting mm-hmm. much okay but where i'm finna go and i've come to the conclusion that no job is gonna let me have my nails so I guess I gotta stay at this job till I find one that's gonna let me have my nails this length. Or create with little, one. Or, or create, create one. one. Yeah. yeah. But I gotta create some insurance and, too to go with it. So and I, I kind of thought. I kind of thought about that too. It was just kind of like if I do go somewhere, where do I want to go? And I want to work with minorities. I want to work with um, 
with people whom I can relate to and who can relate to me. Right. Um, I was like, I do better work in a community setting more than a private setting, like hospitals and stuff like that. And so I don't know. You consider I'm, the hospitals private or you say that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like a private hospital, yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. And so, you know, I don't know. But I, I definitely was like, wherever I want to go, I want to be able to express myself fully. I don't want to be dumbed down, washed down, watered down. And I think that's my biggest thing is that we spend most of our time at work. So I want to be able to express myself the way I feel necessary mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. while still being professional but the things that they deem unprofessional like it it's only unprofessional because you feel like that's a people of color yeah thing. yeah because i'm not saying i want to come in here with a rainbow wig on i'm saying i want to have my nails the length i have them i can type i can do my job functions mm, excuse me i mean to be fair if i can work in a jail with this length of nails and they're really not that long they're not. <laughs> they're not free. Well, compared to what some people be getting. Mm-hmm, true. Like, this is nah, still, I think some longer uh, than uh, that. This to me, this is still classy. Mm-hmm. But some people be having, like, all the way out here. Now, I can see that. And I be wondering why. Why is it so far out there? Because that's how long they want them. Um, I be like, that, that, I know that's got to be heavy. And I know that just your nails start getting caught. I know it hurts. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my biggest thing is I kind of want to show up when I want to show up, wear what I want to wear to a degree. You know, I don't want to show up and beat your tire. <laughs> yeah. She been <laughs> bringing that up all week. Let me tell y'all. Our boss sent us a, a email from some high up people who said that some of our new employees have been looking real sloppy. And the man said, y'all be looking like y'all going to the beach. And y'all, I have worn that out since last Thursday. Because that was just so funny to me because, one, that's really how they be looking. But the fact that this man really said. In the email. In in an official email, y'all show up like y'all going to the beach. Beach attire. Baby, you can't tell black folks nothing. Because I'm going to say it 45 million times. Till my boss tell me he going to write me up for saying it. When he's never going to tell me that. So I'm going to say it till the day I die. But yeah, I just want a job where I can still be myself. And that's proving to be very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess I'm going to have to stay at this one. Yeah. But I feel like they owe me my money. I'm they out here they saving lives and dodging spit and blood and piss and shit. Like, you owe me a lot more money or some hazard pay. Some. Yeah. So, but yeah, I had a good week. Um, I had a good weekend. It was hot. Okay, it come was on very weekend. It was very hot. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to see what I'm gonna say? It. Say what? Say what? Oh, I went to Legacy. Oh, Plain, what did Plain you Plain do at Legacy? <laughs> what is that? Where is that? In Plano. Okay. Yeah. Out there in the Plano. I went to a place called Barney's Brunch House and it was good. Okay, Barney's. Eh. And then I went to Legacy Plano and eh. they didn't have no air. And that was ghetto to me. It was weird. But it was good. Sat there, they had like live band playing. And it was hot outside. Okay, okay. And Did I enjoyed you know the companionship of somebody while I was there. Oh, That's okay. what I did. Miss <laughs> oh. Lee. 
Hey, you got some companionship going on? Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was basically okay. That okay. was basically my week. Mm-hmm. How was your week? Well, it's wonderful that you asked. Um, my week was up and down. So I found out from the passport people that I needed a more up to date birth certificate. As if your birth certificate not as old as you. Exactly. And so I had to drive to Beaumont. That's where I'm from. BMT, Big Money, Texas. Uh, and she mad because she ain't a part no, of it. I never knew that that's what that stood for. Yes. Oh. Okay. And uh, so I drove down there five hours. He did. Me and, me and Ashton. Uh, and so what the birth certificate part was the easy part. Like it was smooth selling. It was nobody in there. Ooh, that's good. I was worried thinking it was going to be a line and that they were going to be like, no, we need to see your marriage certificate and all of this other stuff and your prior social security. They ain't asking none. She was just like, let me see your ID. And I say, well, that's the country for you. Yeah. <laughs> but make it easy <laughs> on me, honey. Yeah. Yeah. And so then after that, I kind of rode around Beaumont, looked at my hometown, and it was kind of, it was good because of the memories that I experienced coming back, being home, but some of it was sad because they've let some of the areas of Beaumont go. Um, And so, you know, I've even seen some recent articles, or maybe not so recent in the past six or seven months, but at least within this year, that Beaumont is uh, one of the cities that has the most crime in the U.S. And I think it's based on population. (laughs) Right, per capita. Yeah. And so, and I can kind of see where there is kind of less investment in the businesses and stuff like that. And I know that some people have kind of moved to, you know, Houston and Dallas and stuff like that. Because how far is Beaumont from Houston? Uh, Not far, maybe 35, 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can see that. Um, if you zoom in, okay. I don't be zooming, so it take me about an hour. Okay, that's double the time. Well, you know, thirty minutes is less likely. Forty-five minutes is more realistic. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And so that was a thing. Then I went to go see my grandfather's grave, which there was not one. There's just a marker, and so apparently somewhere in the family drama. Uh, one was not put there. And so that was upsetting. Like the tombstone? Yeah, there's not one. Yeah, it was it was it was very upsetting. Yeah. Because he is definitely loved. Um the money can't the money's not a thing. And yeah, he was put somewhere where he is not with his family. And so I was talking to a friend about how important it is and I never really understood the importance of it until now like you can see the family tree when you go to a family plot you can see right, your right, ancestry right. and connects. that's yeah and that's one of the parts of it and so um that was upsetting so then i went to go see uh you know went to the north side of Beaumont. <laughs> be looking <laughs> did that and so that was good um went to Silsby, visited my grandmother 
had a touchy moment. All of this was good. All of this I could handle because I hadn't been home in like the past seven or eight years. You never been to Beaumont in that long? I have nobody in Beaumont. I have like virtually no family there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Family's like has passed away. I have probably extended family, but but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. I haven't been there in a very very long time, and so I went to go and see my grandmother. Okay. In Buna. That's a place. Uh huh. Buna, Texas. Okay. Okay. And uh, we talked for a very long time. It was good. It's always good for her. She's ninety. Oh, that's amazing. 90 years old. And, like, she's just the most amazing person that I know. Um, And so it was just good talking to her. And then my dad came. Did he know you were going to be there? He did not. Um, And so a little backstory. I've been gay for a very long time. Go Pride Month. Um. It should not have been a surprise to anyone except for myself that I was gay. <laughs> okay? Um, it, 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 the only person who it was a secret to was myself. Right. Um, and so, the, the, the story of coming out and stuff, it wasn't so big for me because it just, it was what it was. That was Jordan. That's how he is. Um, but with my dad, it just hasn't been so easy. And so, we kind of got into a thing, um, a weird debate, you're going to hell, the devil's manipulating your brain type of thing. And it was very emotional for me, uh, for sure, for sure. It was a lot to process because there's a lot there with my dad. So, you know, my dad wasn't always present. He may have a different story of why he was not present, but he was not there. Uh, The financial support was not there. My mom was, you know, a single parent. Um, There was some drug abuse and drinking there. My dad was somewhat of a rolling stone there. And so... There's, we have a lot of history under and water under the bridge. And so to be judged by someone whom I loved, regardless of how he showed up, when he showed up, if he showed up, even if he never showed up. Drunk, high, place to stay, no place to stay, car, no car, just got in a car wreck or not, loved you, accepted you for whomever you were. I don't get that same love. I don't get that same support. And so I was kind of shocked because some like at one point he even asked me, "Are you a therapist?" <clears throat> Sir. <laughs> yes, I am a therapist. I mean, are you really asking me this? And she was like, "You may need to take some of the medication that you uh that your clients take." You know. It got it got roughly. It got rough. Let me ask you this. Did you maintain a respectful balance? It got rough. So that's a no? I did. I feel like I did. Um, that's really rough. He, you know, and so he was drinking. And so I, to, oh my to my knowledge, I thought he had stopped drinking completely, had stopped smoking completely. And so he started drinking now. And so 
all of that, like all of that combined, it was just a lot. And so I went in circles with him. I was like, I can't understand how you want to be closer with me. You want to talk to me. You want to, you want me to be in your life. Yet you don't know where I stay, where I work. You're not willing to meet the person that I've been with for 10 plus years. So I don't what part of I, my life are you right in? right and he's like god's gonna wake you up god's gonna show you and well, i was damn, just did like, he wake you up first i was just like okay and i was like and if he doesn't he's gonna do it and i was just like okay so at the end of that i had to do something that i generally don't do i'm pretty i feel like i'm a pretty respectful child and i kind of just sit there and shake my head and say yes and then i go on about my business but this time i just kind of got up and i was just like you know what this doesn't feel light. This doesn't feel happy. This doesn't feel healthy. Right. I was like, I am not accepted here. And I can go somewhere where I'm accepted. I can go somewhere where I am loved. I do not have to be here. I was just... And so, I said goodbye. I got up and walked off. A few tears almost dropped. But, you know, I'm a real G. <laughs> um, said goodbye to my granny. Got so in the car. Where was she during all of this? How was... Because well, I imagine that that's probably, especially at 90, a lot. So, she was in the house, sitting down. She didn't know what, you know, we were outside talking about. Oh, but okay. I had told her, I, you know, when I came in, I guess she could tell I was upset. She was like, what's going on? And I was just like, well, you know, my dad's fussing about me being gay. And she said, well, hell, he a lot of things. Is this his, and this is his mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, you know, I left it at that um, and said goodbye. Um, and that was that. I came home, could not process it, thought about it over and over and over and over. Today is probably the day that I did not think about it over and over again. So I spent a lot of time in the yard pulling weeds. And cleaning up the yard. And so now I'm here. Well, I'm sorry. Celebrating my freedom. Yeah. I mean, and, but I'm still, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is definitely sad. And I'm sorry too. But, like I tried to explain to him and that he doesn't, he doesn't get is that I honestly feel like my life is guided by God. Right. Everybody that I meet, every situation that I encounter <laughs> has been wonderful, has worked out for the best, best good that I can even or can't even imagine. Right. And so he's like, he questions all of my decisions because on the foundation I married a man. So you must can't make a sound mm-hmm. decision anywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Weird. And I'm here today saying I'm 100% blessed, highly favored. Even in all of the chaos, I'm happy. So. Well, <clears throat> and I'll say, as long as you have the people that you want around, that's kind of all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's family, friends... In this show I've been watching called Sweet Tooth. Ah, oh, with the hybrid animals. With the hybrid animals. The narrator made a good point on the end of the last, because the narrator always gives like a little montage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
he was like, you know, from the time we're born, we're looking for family. Mm-hmm. And when it's all said and done, family usually does not end up looking like what we thought it would. Okay. And I was like, that's a really good point because that's true. Mm-hmm. We find family in our friends and, you know... Maybe family members who we weren't close with and mm-hmm. we get close with them. And that's not who we thought our family unit would look like. Yeah. And I guess it really doesn't matter as long as you're happy. For sure, for sure. And if, you know, if somebody, if you're that caught up on who I like to rub my genitals against, I just don't really feel like we have a conversation anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess the another lesson that I've learned is that I have not been listening to my spirit. So, this is like the second or third time where I've talked to people about the situation. It's like, yeah, I kind of know it's going to be like this, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, we going to see. And every time, it ends up being exactly what I said it was going to be. And so, I'm like, okay, maybe I should start listening. Well, that's because there's a yearning in you for, <laughs> excuse me. For you and your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's normal. Yeah. And that's normal. But I think life shows us what we're going to get from somebody. And unless, like, some major change happens, this is what you're going to get. hmm And so you have to accept the person as is. Now, if they change later on, then great. But don't count on it. Yeah. Yeah. And usually I have found in my experience by the time people change, it's almost superficial. Mm-hmm. Like and this is gonna sound horrible. People tend to change when they finna die. Because mm-hmm. you, you just sit around and you reflect, I mm-hmm. guess. And it's like at that point I don't need you anymore. Yeah. You know? I figured it out. Figured out how to get <clears throat> along without you. I made it without you. So I just am like, you know, what a person shows me. That's just what I take you for. But it doesn't mean that I have to give them anger or anything like that. Yeah. This is just who you are. Mm-hmm. That's a lesson I have to learn with my dad as well. Because my dad is like, I don't do the the gay, the queer. I don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. He has mental illness and religion swirled up in there. Plus his own childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. And I used to be really, really angry. Like, really angry. And it, you know... It showed in every aspect of my life that I was angry. Mm-hmm. And then once I just realized, like, this is who you are. And I can't expect nothing more, nothing less from you. My life started to shift in a better way. And in some ways, our relationship grew because he knew I just didn't give a damn. Mm-hmm. And once he once he felt in his spirit, like, she genuinely does not care what I'm saying to her. He just stopped saying it. Yeah. Now, we don't have the conversation at all. Mm-hmm. Gay people be on the TV. We just all sit down and look awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like you know but i don't know you have to protect your peace at all costs and granted that was unexpected you weren't expecting him to show up so that's kind of a lot but but yeah so that was my weekend that was my mercury retrograde baby relationships are going through a lot of shifts and changes i don't know if y'all feel it but i'm bit like i can't point at one relationship around me that has not experienced something with me or another person or another person's person. Like, 
people are having these conversations, sorting through emotional baggage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But I'm like, okay. Because at the end of this, we'll be lighter. Yeah. It brings a lot of your emotional baggage that you've been just kind of dragging behind you. Mm-hmm. It brings it to the forefront and kind of forces you to deal with it. And, I mean, that's always tough. <laughs> yeah. Because I ain't ready. But, yeah, this has been, this has just been a weird year. <laughs> it has. Like, I was so excited for this year. I was like, okay, COVID was just a damper last year. Mm-hmm. And then we got the vaccine, and I was just like, okay, we get to be outside. And even with the world opening up and being able to travel, being able to go places, I don't have to wear a mask everywhere. There's still just this, this undoneness mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that just kind of looms and i you know i think i've been putting so much into trying to figure it out and fix it instead of just continuing to live yeah being like it and is it'll what it it'll, it'll sort itself out in yeah time. but i i guess when you're feeling unsettled every day that's the natural reaction mm-hmm. is to try to tie your ends up and see what's going on and but i think that might just be the answer is yeah. to just continue on. And sometimes you do just have to let things fall into place. And I'm not really big on that. But you know on some things, I know it, friend. And I'm a very concrete, logical, mm-hmm. I ain't floating, let me walk over there kind of person. But I think sometimes you do just have to let things, let bygones be bygones. I've always wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so in this week, who's minding their business? Why do we have to get to that so fast? I mean, has it been fast? We've been talking for a little minute. I now. know. I just <laughs> so um, for me, it's gonna be um, uh, Kim Kardashian. Okay. Um, we all know that Kim has been having a very uh, public struggle. With her divorce with uh, Kanye. And I think just trying to balance a divorce where it's not just you anymore. It's you and, and four kids. I have many kids. Mm-hmm. North, South, East, and West, whatever their names is. Um, Saint. That's a cute name. That is cute. Oh, it's Saint? Yeah, one is Saint. It's Chicago. Yeah. It's one of direction. North. West. North. Oh. Northwest. Oh, yeah. Um, But, you know, it's not just you. You're looking out for your mental health, your your children's mental health. And still, you care about this man and his mental health. And I saw where she was saying, you know, that she felt like a failure because she's had so many failed marriages. And, I mean, I can't really say much about the last ones because, sis, let's be real. Um, But with this one, I think. Kim really was in it. Mm-hmm. And this is just me on the outside looking in. I don't know. But it seemed like she was really in it. She had had fertility struggles as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot. And then trying to balance herself and then also probably trying to balance Kanye. Yeah. And that that's just a lot. And, you know, I saw where she was talking to her mom and she had made the comment like, you know, he deserved... He deserves somebody who can do all of these things with him, move state to state, mm-hmm. and can do this and do that. And what I got from it was, that's just not me. Right. And that is a hard realization to come to. Mm-hmm. That I don't. this person 
wants these things and that's not me and i don't have to down talk them i don't have to blame them Mm -hmm. nobody has to be at fault it's just that's not who i can be for this person anymore and i was like you know i'm not a big kardashian fan or anything Mm -hmm. like that i think there's a lot to be said about some of the things that they've done and the way that they move and blah 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 blah. but i think that this is something that most people man woman gay straight have dealt with maybe not in the term of divorce, but maybe just in a breakup, maybe in a friend breakup, a family dispute that I'm just not for this person anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and coming to that realization is hard. Most people don't ever come to it. Mm-hmm. It's always a battle. It's a fight. It's their fault. It's my fault. You know, and I was just like, well, dang, Kim, I really felt bad for her. But she seemed that she was also doing the work to be as healthy as she could yeah. for wow, herself and her through. children mm-hmm. while doing all of this in the public light. Yeah. Because it's hard when you got to do it and ain't nobody looking at you. It's hard and it takes all of your power. So to be, have to do it and then I saw she she failed her, her I think they called it the baby bar. Because mm-hmm. she's becoming a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently in Cali, you can just go apprentice with somebody. You don't have to go to law school. Okay. Which probably is difficult when you go to take the bar. Mm-hmm. But she failed the baby bar twice. Okay. And I'm like, you have a lot going on on top of trying to take a bar exam. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think that... Um, I think we learn a lot of things in a lot of different ways. But I mm-hmm. think the, the major lessons that we learn in life are usually connected to people in our lives. Yeah. And... So, and the higher form of connection, the higher form of uh, companionship often brings the most growth. Mm -hmm. And so, in marriages, you are not only committing, you know, in an emotional sense, in a mental sense, but you're also committing legally and financially uh to to partner with that person spiritually partner with that person and so um it is not an easy task at uh at all by any means even in the best most compatible relationships that you have yeah. you enter in mental health that just is another barrier another another thing to communicate work through talk to and constantly be aware of and mindful of mm-hmm. it is um not 100% of walking in in the parade or whatever the case may be. And so, you know, I, my heart definitely goes out to her as someone who is married. Um, we do deal with mental health in our relationship, in our families as well. It mm-hmm. is something that you have to stay on top of and work through. And sometimes you can't. And that's okay. I think, like Lee said, it's just kind of being able to realize, you know what? This is not for us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen that he moved on or was dating or with the girl or flying with something, a girl or something. A model or something. And I feel no type of way. Uh, because people process things at different rates and speeds. Right. Some people don't process things at all. And, and they, they just get under. What, what's the saying that I hear all the time? To get over one, you got to get under another one. Get under another. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's weird. And and that's something that you hear very often. And so, you know, I'm trading one bag of tricks for the other. 
Um, and so either way, whether he dealt with it or not, whether he processed the divorce stuff while he was in it, because that is also possible. Like we could have been done a year ago, um, but stayed together for whatever reason. Because keep in mind, most divorces are not sudden. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless mm-hmm. something suddenly comes up, like I'm super happy with you and I find out you're cheating and cheating is a no-go for me and we're getting divorced. Or, you know, something like that. Most divorces, it's le- it's a it's like it's a road. Over time. And mm-hmm. it's happened over time. And usually, regardless of what people say, most people are not surprised mm-hmm. when the other asks for a divorce. You may be like the audacity. I didn't think you would actually ask, but I'm not surprised that you opened your mouth and said right. it. Right. And like there's a statement that says there's nothing new under the sun. Well, guess what? There's nothing new in our relationships and our marriages. Um, the issues that you probably are having now probably existed in some small form years ago. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. It was somewhere. It may have been swept under the rug, or you may have just been like, oh, that's just a small quirk. But in my experience, <clears throat> none of these things are new. They've just transitioned into a different thing. They've just evolved into a different area and so you know divorces are not a surprise and i would even say the same thing about general problems in your regular life no they ain't just popping up yeah they've been there it's been there now did you recognize it did you work on it did you change it did you do whatever you needed to take to move through it probably not and so it evolved it changed it got bigger and it's just waiting for you to have that perspective change so you don't have to continuously go in this same cycle. And, you know, it's funny because in the comments on the shade room, yeah. I feel like I say that every week. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Satan lives in the comments. And that's really, I like the comments because that's where you get to see How the everyday feel. person's feelings. Mm-hmm. And see, like, where people really lie. And I saw a good amount of people saying, you know... What about whatever happened to in sickness and in health, mental illnesses, sickness, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, mm. yes, it is sickness, but it's a sickness that can directly affect you. You could be mentally ill and violent. That don't mean I got to stay over there and get beat up, almost mm-hmm. killed, trying to sleep with one eye open, you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, you know, what about your own mental health? Yeah. You know, what about the mental health of your children, your family, your friends? Because all of those things radiate outward. Mm-hmm. It may start within him and radiate outward. Next thing you know, you got a diagnosis too. Yeah. You know, because and, you're dealing with so much from him. So. And at some point, you just got to ask yourself, what am I willing to sacrifice to keep this marriage? I talked to my granny and she said she had been in an abusive relationship. He would... You know, she had eight kids. It was bad. Oh, wow. And she was like, at, at some point, she just had to go. And that's saying a lot because your granny's 90. Mm-hmm. So that kind of lets you know, you know the time frame we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And we often be like, we look back at the older generation. We were like, their marriages lasted. Their marriages stood the test of time. They ain't have nothing but time. Yeah, and they aren't they aren't holding up as healthy as we would like to think. You no, know, not at all. You know, just because you stayed together don't mean that you're healthy, happy, and moving on to better and grander places. 
We could be standing in the same house and not speak two words to each other. Which is actually very common. You can come and, you know, we could sleep in separate beds and everything. There's no sex or nothing. You're just two roomies who have the same last name. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I've, I'm hoping that we're starting to question more and more about what we once thought was because it's, it's not true. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm never, I'm always saying you choose what's right for you, but I think sometimes we're so reluctant to come to the idea of divorce because we don't like what it says to people about Mm -hmm. us, Mm -hmm. you know, not, we're not thinking about our health or anything like that. We're just thinking about how will society feel and think about me. Right. And I think, I don't want to say, like, normalized divorce because I don't want, you know, my my hope for people that get married is that they have a long-lasting, fulfilling marriage. Mm-hmm. But when you are adding in another variable, a.k.a. the person you're marrying, people change. For sure, for people sure. People change, and you can pray and all this other kind of stuff, and people still change. Mm-hmm. You know, because we can't foresee the future. We can't foresee genetic dispositions, all these other types of things. And so the expectation, especially for women, is that they're going to endure. I'm not enduring nothing. I want you to understand. You're not going to hit on me. You're not going to cheat on me. You're not going to control me. You're not going to make me give my dreams up. But you're not going to make me endure all of these things for the sake of saying that we stayed married. Go to hell. Yeah. So, that's that. So, that's who's minding their business for me. Okay. So, for me, I really don't have anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hope somebody tell you you need to come prepared. Uh, <laughs> it has been one of those weeks for me. But I'm going to choose Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. Um, she released a new song, Friday. Thursday mm-hmm. night, Friday. Um, and I've heard little clips of it, and it sounds like a bop from what I've heard, but I haven't heard the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, clips of the video, and bitch was looking good. She was. Okay. As always. And uh, she had one with uh, the gray hair. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. was like, yeah. We had talked about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I had told her yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just, I always enjoy someone who has endured a hard time in life, but is still saying, you know what, I'm here, I'm going to celebrate, I'm going to get this money, and I'm going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm here for it. Because I feel like that's my same story. Like, yeah, you know, this has been a tough year, but guess what, I'm still here to celebrate. So let's go. (laughs) Mary Callie. Yeah. Just like that. Ra-da! Just Sorry. kick Bella then. Why okay. don't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's that's my person. Yeah, I really like her new song. Like, yeah, it'd be on repeat in the car. Because it's just, it's a, it's a vibe. Even if I'm not going out, throwing ass on every, you know, in every club, blah, 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 blah. I just like the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. And that's why it kills me when people ask, like, why do you like that kind of music? Why would you want to listen to that? Because that's how I feel. That's how what I be saying in my head. So, I'm with it. I like it. Okay. Video was interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, so, what's going on in these streets, Miss Lee? Let me open up People the talking. iPhone yeah. 12 Pro Max yeah. in slate blue. We needed those details for sure. Yeah, you did. You did. Let me see. I always have to go to our messages. <laughs> so, there was a um a guy who, uh, y'all may be familiar with him. D- wait, hold on. I'm trying to see how far up. We sent a lot of messages. We did. Um, On Darius Cooks. I'm not... Super, super, super familiar with him, but I do follow him. I'm subscribed to him on YouTube mm-hmm. because he's giving um, some pretty good recipes. So he's a chef? Yeah. Oh, because Darius or Cooks. Darius Cooks. That's not his last name. It like, might be it... as well. Oh, okay. That would know. be so cute. But there was a um, a little thing. Dang, where is it? Where they were calling him. A con artist and saying that he was putting his hands on his employees and um, that he didn't pay them for a month. Well, they still never got paid. Put it like that. And so, you know, I didn't really like look into the whole thing. What are y'all doing? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I didn't really look into the thing, like to just know the details. Mm hmm. Um, but I, I will say I was surprised because his demeanor of, well, I guess is most of them is really pleasant on camera, mm-hmm. but you know, they say the same thing about Ellen DeGeneres. So you're not, not surprised, but I think the biggest takeaway is working for these abusive employers mm-hmm. and to the point that your employer is putting his hands on you, which I can't imagine. You can or can't? Can't. Cannot. Can't fucking not. Because I wish an employer would ever, ever put their hands on me. First off, I'm whooping your ass. Second off, I'm slipping and falling. Third off, I need disability for the rest of my life. Like, I just can't imagine. But, you know, the funny thing is, people know that people need their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining, <clears throat> excuse me, that this happened somewhere in the last year, the COVID. Yeah. Whatever. So it was not a time where people could just freely find jobs. Well, jobs in certain in fields. Mm-hmm. Like if you want like a fast food job or something like that, you might could find it. But because that's who was open. But um, I also can't imagine like working for a celebrity and you gonna put your hands on me. And so now if I try to say anything, I have to deal with the whole wide world mm-hmm. giving their commentary. You know, yeah, and that judgment. And now I'm scared that you have connections, and I'll never get another job. You're gonna blackball me. So I was just really, really surprised that that came out about him. So that was weird. Yeah, man. You know, like I go back to this thing, and you know, I ain't saying I got a special gift, mm-hmm. but I think we all have a certain level of discernment. We gotta start trusting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to start trusting it. We got to be like, you know what? Uh uh-uh, uh, something don't feel right. And I'm just going to, I don't, I may not have all the, you know, the details I need or whatever the case, but I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to trust my gut and we'll go from there. Because yeah. it ain't leading you wrong. Yeah. Was with Chrissy Teigen. So 
Oh, yeah. Christy Teigen. So, basically. You don't like John Legend. See, that's how mess gets started. I did not say I don't like John Legend. I said I don't listen to him. Oh, okay. I, I listen to I John. I mean, as a, he's I, a beautiful we, boy. So, we going to the concert? I am not. <laughs> Lee, we don't have nowhere else to go. Whatever. We can go. I don't care. Okay. We're going to the Big Love concert. I didn't get the specific date because she said she wasn't going to, but now that she's agreed, I'm going to go look it up. Because his last album was good. I wouldn't know because I didn't listen to it. I listened to it. (laughs) (laughs) So. We can go see Pretty Ricky next because we know. I've already seen them. uh, I mean, well. I only need to see them once. They had on bath towels. Do you know that Blueface has a show where he invites 21 girls to a house and puts them in, like, bunk beds and something else happens and something Sounds like something. sex slavery. No, it's I don't only fans, it. I believe. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real thing. Cause I'm not I seen, surprised. I seen where they were getting tattoos of, his, uh, of him or whatever on... Um, but I didn't know what it was about. It's about here. It's a, it's a show. I say, oh. It sounds vaguely familiar, but that sounds weird. I was like, oh. It and so weird. the girl signed a waiver and whatever. He was just like, some girls came with 300 followers and left with thousands. And I was like, oh, is that why? Like, what's going on? But I'm, I said I was going to look that up more. But he was he gave an interview on the radio. So I was just like, hmm. what? Sounds like a bunch of buffoonery. Um, but back to Chrissy Teigen. So, there was allegations or whatever. I know that she lost a lot of sponsorships. Yeah. Because there was an incident where she, I guess, bullied somebody. Some girl. um, Some years ago. I think, like, in 2014. And, you know, people don't like bullying. And so, I didn't read the thing that you sent me where she said it. Did you read it about the humbling week? What did she say? Um, she was just saying that she's been trying to do her work. She's been, she realized that she was a bully and she's extremely sorry for it. She said she's going to each person personally and apologizing and, um, and just kind of working through it. And it's been difficult, but much needed. And so I'm here for it. Um... I just find it funny that the same thing that makes you famous could also be the same thing that bring you down. Right. Because, you know, she was, at one point, I think somebody called her like the queen of Twitter. Yeah, well, I've always heard Like, that she was that good at it. Yeah, I've always... Ow, and she was glorified for that. Well, I've always heard that she was a bully at some point. I just didn't care enough about Chrissy Teigen to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um... I think this also, I think this is something that we all know. I mean, if you went to high school, middle school, whatever, we all know people who were really, for lack of a better word, shitty. Yeah. Just really crappy. And then they get their life together and they're better people. And you still just be kind of like, it's in you. It's in you. But then you also want to give people the room to grow mm-hmm. and to be better people because we've all been a bully to somebody. We can't we can't change how other people view us and our actions towards mm-hmm. them. So I'm sure that there's somebody on this earth that would say, yeah, Lee is a legitimate bully. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they would be, but 
all day, every day. She just bullies me, you know, and I take it because I love her and I be trying to make us work. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's hard. Pray for me. You got any other lies you want to tell (laughs) while we on the air? Um, Peanut butter and jelly is a great snack. That is another lie. Oh, no, it's a good snack. I think where I kind of struggle is, at what point do we, like, how do, how do you move forward from that? Because I think the girl was saying, I think the girl said, I know a guy, somebody named Michael, said that she bullied him to the point of suicide, suicidal thoughts. He also went to the grocery store, the convenience store, the, the, the bodega, wherever the fuck he went. And he got mad and was arguing with the people and started throwing out the N-word. Mm. And she got on him. It, because Chrissy is a is a troll. She will troll you. And, you know, she's famous. So people started knowing about him. So I'm like, were you suicidal because of her? Or were you suicidal because you went out there and made a bad decision and everybody knew about it and started clowning you on the interwebs? That's a good point. Like, come on now. Because you knew that you were somebody of sustenance when you said those things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on now. So, but as far as that girl that she was willing, she, that she's lost a lot of her sponsorships and stuff. Because, you know, people, as soon as you have some, some dirt come out from underneath the rug, they separate themselves from you. Mm-hmm. And so she said it's been a very humbling week. But I'm like, you know, a lot of times when people are bullies, there are things that are lacking within them. Yeah, and she did speak to that. She did speak to being insecure mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I was like, that's some good insight. But. You still call, you've left a trail of tears. Yeah. And so, you know, what happens with that? Because I don't think that we are a, a society that understands what true forgiveness means mm-hmm. and how to move forward in that forgiveness. I think we are a society that continues to punish. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see it in our justice system. Once yeah. a criminal, always a criminal. You come out, you can't vote. You can't get certain jobs. You are always a criminal. It's not like that in other countries. And I just find that interesting that America has that general idea that once you do something wrong, there is no returning. There is no redemption unless there's a huge media thing and you have to remake your entire self over. And you almost have to beg, Mm -hmm. which to me is weird in itself. And I guess it's just weird to me because you have a bunch of bullies telling somebody about being a bully. Mm -hmm. Because... Everybody that's got something to say, y'all be bullies on the internet. You ain't bullying nobody in your real life because you don't want to get popped in the lip. But you get on the internet and you bully. And what made me think of this when I was driving here and I was at a red light for a very long time. Yeah, that was a good red light. It was. It was a very long red light. I was in my little Starbucks group on Facebook. And somebody had asked something. They just post like different drinks. Oh, okay. I just like to see what they did. <laughs> and somebody posted something. And it was such a simple thing. She was just like, hey, I'm pregnant, so I need, you know, low caffeine, no caffeine drink ideas. Mm -hmm. I'm used to getting coffee. And that started a wildfire. People came on there. It was just attacking her. Who told you you can't have caffeine? You can't have caffeine when you're pregnant. Your doctor is stupid. You're stupid for following. I'm like, "Behind behind some Starbucks? And I'm like, so if we Because I was like, how? And then you, you said it, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. You know, or sometimes like I comment on things on Instagram and people think that I'm going to argue back and forth with them. But I'm not going to argue with you. I don't even know you. But my thing is, if we saw all the little bullying tactics that we all do every day, 
I think that this conversation will be a lot, yeah. a lot different. Yeah. So as far as Chrissy, I think if you're genuinely doing your work, you're genuinely sorry. And this was almost ten years ago. I do think that you have the right to be forgiven. And if somebody doesn't want to forgive you, forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. That's on them. Yeah. And you'll get to a point to where you won't care because you've done your work. Yeah. Okay, I've done my work. It won't bother you one way or the other. But I do think it's important because not to just give bullies a pass. I do think it's important to realize that the long lasting, because some people have made people's lives completely hell. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, we, y'all. Okay. You know, like I look at back at some of the things that them little wanches I went to school with did to other people. You completely destroyed their lives. Mm -hmm. And depending on what you may have done, it could take years and years and years to rebuild that. I remember in college, a girl telling me that her best friend outed her for being gay. Mm -hmm. This particular friend was Muslim. Mm. So she was like, you know... That was dangerous. Like, that was a dangerous thing. And she was like, it took years because she was like, I became homeless. I couldn't afford school. Because she was older than me at the time because your life was delayed. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to find somewhere to stay. I had to find a way to work. But I was only 16. So I found, I found myself in the wrong hands. And, mm-hmm. you know, just all these things. And I'm like, you know, there's also something to be said about that, too. Because just because you say, well, I forgave myself. You still ruined lives. Yeah. You still did you and especially if you were like a physical bully or anything like that, you still hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know, people have PTSD, people trying to overlook those kind of things. So it's a really weird street, but I just think it's odd that we're talking about just pure cyberbullying. She called you some names and you know we're supposed to crucify her. Hell, I get tired of crucifying people. We're supposed to be canceling people every week. Yeah. And I'm hard to keep up. The only other interesting thing that I really seen was people want to cancel Destiny's Child's cater to you. Why does it uh, support or? I guess because they say they're not doing all that for their man. I'm okay, like, that's cool. I'm like, because you y'all don't have nothing else y'all want to cancel. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all just. Be like, you know what? I'm going to Google the year 2009 and see what happened then and cancel somebody from <laughs> But that's all I've seen. Okay. Well, who needs to mind their business this week for you? Now, honey child, I don't know. Look through my screenshots. Okay. See if I got anything mm-hmm. now. I See, I can't ever check my screenshots because my phone is the recording phone. I'm going to get you a little trap phone. Ooh. Uh, then I have two. And I'm going to call it the hotline bling. Yeah. I don't really have nobody. You got somebody? Okay, I do. Okay. At least. Okay. So, in honor of Pride Month. Um, those individuals who feel that it is their job, their crusade to save uh, an LGBTQ questioning, etc. individual, you don't have salvation to give. We're not begging you for it. 
not yours to give. We're not seeking it. We don't want it. We have found happier places to exist in in this world. Over the rainbow. And we are dancing and rejoicing in that fact. Happy Pride Month. Well. What? What? I just be wondering, like, why? There are so many other things in this world that you could be outside of being LGBT that are absolutely atrocious, horrible, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just is odd to me why people care who I choose to sleep with in my home. And I don't know if it comes. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that a lot of it is. What do you call it? Religious. Yeah. But I think it's weird because a lot of people's history is filled with gay people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it's just weird. It's just really peculiar. It's those colonizers, man. Maybe so. They want me to be like them, and I just be like, no. I tried that; it didn't work. It's just, it's just really bizarre. I mean, as long as somebody is living a lifestyle. That involves somebody that is legal and consenting. I don't care what you do. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I may have my own personal feelings about it. It may go against my moral code. But ultimately, that is your choice. Mm-hmm. And that is that is your life. You know? And that's kind of the end of that for me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like it, I'm just not going to come to your house. I'm just not going to deal with you. Next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go to hell. We have not did any pride event thing, though. It's really hard because one, it's hot outside. And everybody wants to go outside. To the pool. I just can't do the, I can't do the outside. I wasn't going to wear any makeup so I could show you my sunburn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I let it it go. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just can't do outside. Everybody wants to have a pool party. Yep, I'm gonna have a pool party, and but you, I don't have that many her. friends. Yeah, we got so, six collective. You know, but there's plenty of shade for the six people. Yeah. And since it's at my house, we can just go in the house when it's too hot. And to be fair, I don't ever do anything for Pride Month. I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> I do. I said this year I was gonna do something, and then COVID. Um, I mean, last year I was going to do something COVID, and then this year I'm just kind of like, yeah. Well, because the events are kind of weird, too. Well, There's not like a, well, it's not like a yeah. parade or a block and party. To be fair, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to a parade. I would have even taken a block party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know. I guess when it comes to pride, I just feel like I'm, this is just who I am. And if somebody was to ask me, do I have gay pride? Commercially, I guess. Like, I might buy a little pride shirt, but I don't really have gay pride. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this is who I am, and it ain't really changing. And it's all I know. Yeah. This is the only life I know. So, I guess, I and I, I haven't lived through anything where I feel like I need to wrap myself in a rainbow flag. Some people have maybe escaped the country or a household that was very abusive or, you know, whatever. That's just not, I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, okay, this mm-hmm. is what I am. This is my norm. I, to be fair, I don't be at no black pride parades either. 
Because I just be like, this is who I am. And Black Pride Parades. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just don't be at them. Hmm. So, hmm. I just be like, you know I'm proud by the way I carry myself. There you go. Boom. Bonnet and all. Let the bonnets go. Okay. I got something. I put a hit. You got a turban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. bonnet. Okay. Jordan has on a, a bonnet, y'all. <laughs> Let him tell it. But yeah, I think that's kind of all for the week. I still don't know who my neighbor who needs to mind their business. So I'm just not gonna say anything. Yo, um in other news, y'all sharing our uh Oh yeah. Our what's the name? Yeah. Our what is it? It was a TikTok video. We, yeah, we, we did was, a TikTok. And we wasn't even serious. We was practicing. That y'all, that that TikTok was literally like a practice session, hence me be looking at Jordan like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, lots of um, new people who are not mutual friends of me nor Jordan. Yeah, that's a sign. So that's shout a out to shout out to y'all. That's what you know. Of course, we want the people that we know, but I feel like those are kind of like your easier followers because you already know them. Mm-hmm. You know, but to start getting people in Minnesota because that's when you start to have those branches. Yeah. Because then once they start sharing and liking and telling people, so I'm like, okay. Okay, it's coming. So we're going to try to keep working at it. Yeah. Lee don't be liking to do the TikToks. It's not that. <laughs> what is it? I think I'm just shy. Okay, I get that. I think that's just what it is like. It's not like we're in a club and it makes sense. It's just, it's like I know that I'm doing something for other people to specifically watch me do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's weird to me. Okay. Which is why I was like, yeah, I'll go to a club and twerk, but like just sitting twerking on camera is just kind of odd to me. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's just kind of odd. I don't feel like it's bad. I just be kind of like, mm, it's kind of weird for me because then, you know, like it goes on my, it goes on our page and then I have to go to work and people talk about it. And that's kind of a, a thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I'm just shy. I think I'm Aww, just shy. That's cute. I'm shy, too. Mm-hmm. You are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, then, yeah. But we appreciate all the love. Boom. Bye. No, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. So, continue to like, share, comment, rate, leave, uh, do whatever you do. Um... So that we can continue to grow this thing. Um, once again, gonna try getting there on the um, on the Facebook and interacting with y'all. Um, I got an external hard drive, so we're gonna be on YouTube's all of the videos. Yeah, we're gonna get the YouTube's uploaded so that because we do have people that say that they prefer to watch. So yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Lottom. Okay. <coughs> he be checking to see if we upload it. And I ain't. That's the baby bro. So, yeah. All right. Bye. Baby, baby, baby. I wanted to sing, um, lift every voice and sing. Come on. To alert that hey, you don't know the song. I don't know that song. Is that from Lean it's on the, Me? No, it's the <laughs> ma- it's the Black National Anthem. <laughs> that 
is so whack. 